Hi everyone, this is Maverick Puan, the chemistry guru. Now sometimes in organic chemistry, when we are doing the elimination reaction of alcohols or elimination reaction of our halogenate alkenes to form our alkenes, we do encounter situations where I have two or more possible alkenes that can be formed. So what we want to discuss today in this video is to make use of Cezef rule to predict the major product for elimination reactions of halogenate alkenes and alcohols. Now, Cezef rule says that if you can form more than one possible alkene from an elimination reaction, then the more substituted alkene will be the major product. So let's take a look at this example. Now, what we have here is this compound, a CH3, CHBr, CH2, CH3. This is my 2-bromobutane. Now, if you want to do an elimination reaction of halogenate alkene, the reagents and conditions is using KOH in ethanol reflux. And elimination reaction will take away a HBr, and it forms our alkene. So if we look at this compound, you notice this Br is on my second carbon. And you notice we actually have two different hydrogens that can be eliminated together with this Br. Now this carbon one is a methyl group. Then this carbon number three is my CH2 group. So carbon position one and carbon position three, they're different. So if I eliminate this hydrogen with my Br, I'll form one alkene. If I remove the other hydrogen from Br, I'll form another alkene, we get two different products. So let's try to draw these two products. Now the first product that can be formed is if the bromine is eliminated together with my hydrogen in position 1. So I box this up and when I take away this HBr, then later the double bond will be between carbon 1 and carbon 2. So my product will look something like this. My carbon 1 will be here. Then I have a double bond between carbons 1 and 2. This will be a CH. Carbon position 3 will be my CH2. And carbon position 4 will be my CH3. So this is my position 1, position 2, position 3, and position 4. So if I take away this HBr, then my product will look something like this. The double bond will be between carbons 1 and 2. Now if I remove the hydrogen from carbon 3, so let's say if I take away this hydrogen together with my Br, then the double bond will be between carbons 2 and 3. So again, let us draw my products out. I will have a CH3. So this is my carbon position 1. Then carbon number 2, this is my CH. It will double bond. Then carbon 3 is a CH. Carbon 4 will be my CH3. Again, if we number off, that makes it easier for us to compare the two. So this is my position one, this is my carbon number two, carbon number three, and carbon number four. So this will be the alkene that's being formed if I take away the hydrogen from position three. Now the next thing we want to do is we want to compare the two products. Now CZF rule says that the more substituted alkene is my major product. So how do we determine the degree of substitution? It's fairly straightforward. We just box up our alkene and we go and count the number of non-hydrogen groups that's attached to my alkene. So if we look at the first compound on my left-hand side, I just box up my alkene and I consider the number of R groups attached to my alkene. So this is a hydrogen, it's not an R group. This is a hydrogen, this is a hydrogen. So we have one R group here. So we know that this alkene on my left hand side has one R group. So the degree of substitution is one. Then how about the other alkene? 
Now the other alkene on my right hand side, if I box up my double bond and I'm going to count the number of R groups, this is one R group. Hydrogen is not an R group and hydrogen is not an R group. This is my second R group. So this alkene on my right hand side actually has two R groups. So if I compare the two, again back to my CZF rule, CZF rule says that more substituted alkene is my major product. So the one on the left hand side, there's only one R group. The one on the right hand side, we have two R groups. So the compound on my right is more substituted. So this will be my major product. Now remember CZF rule also applies for alcohols. So if you have an elimination reaction of alcohol to form alkene, and if there are two different products that can be formed, then the same idea applies. The more substituted alkene will be the major product. All right, I hope that from this video, we understand CZF rule a bit better and we know how to use CZF rule to apply to elimination reactions of halogenyl alkenes and alcohol to form our alkenes. Now, if you find this video involving CZF rule useful, please give me the thumbs up, like this video and subscribe to my YouTube channel for more weekly video lessons on A-level chemistry. If you have any concepts or questions that you want to clarify, please drop them in the comment section below so that I can address them in future video lessons. That's all we have for this video. I'll see you next time.